good afternoon. Saying the remnant with another episode of Through the Bible. I hope you're well. Today we are going through. We're about to read through um, June 16th um, scripture, which is 1 Kings 15:25 to 17:24. Acts 10, 23 to 48, Psalms 134, 1 to 3, and Proverbs 17, 9 to 11. I pray that the Lord will speak to us through this word and that this word will equip us So yesterday we saw a series of events that happened. Um, you know, we saw we saw the contrast between kings who disobeyed God and kings who obeyed God and did according to His will, and how God treated those two uh, uh, characters. So on the one, He abhorred discipline by taking away the kingdoms and giving them to adversaries on the other he blessed and um, made the kings rule for years and we will continue with um, first king 15 25 nadab or nadab the son of Jeroboam began to reign over Israel in the second year of Asa, king of Judah. And he reigned over Israel two years. He did what was evil in the sight of the Lord and walked in the ways of his father and in his sin which he made Israel to sin. Be careful how you raise your sons. Your sons will will do what you do, not what you say. Monkey see, monkey do. It's an analogy my wife likes to use. So be careful um, how we raise our kids. 27. Basha, the son of Ahijah, of the house of, of Issachar, conspired against them. Against who? Against 
Nadab, I think. And Baasha struck him down at Gibethon, which belonged to the Philistines. For Nadab um, and all Israel were laying siege to Gibethon. So Baasha reminds me of a, 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 um, an estate called Al-Basha somewhere in Dubai. Killed uh, Basha killed him in the third year of Asa, king of Judah, and reigned in his place. And as soon as he was king, he killed all the house of Jeroboam. This is what the Lord had spoken before. Remember the Lord has said, he will cut off the house of Jeroboam from the face of the earth. And here it is fulfilled. Verses 29. Um, not one that breathed until he had destroyed it, according to the word of the Lord that he spoke by the servant Ahijah the Shilonite. It was for the sins of Jeroboam that he sinned and that he made Israel to sin and because of the anger to which he provoked the Lord, the God of Israel. So this means um, according to how we live our lives, the generation that comes after us will either be blessed or they will have to contend with God's wrath. They will have to drink from God's wrath depending on how we live. May the Lord help us live lives worthy of God's blessing because otherwise we'll be devastated. Now the rest of the acts of Nadab and the, uh, all that he did are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? And there was war between Asa and Baasha king of Israel all their days. In the third year of of Asa king of Judah 33 Baasha the son of Ahijah began to reign over all Israel and Terzah and he reigned 24 years uh, he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord He's catching a trend here and walked in the way of Jeroboam and in his sins which he made Israel to sin and the word of the Lord came to Jehu the son of Hanani against Baasha, saying, Since I exalted you out of the dust and made you leader of my people Israel, and you have walked in the way of Jeroboam and have made my people Israel to sin, provoking me to anger with a sin, behold, I will utterly sweep away Baasha and his house, and I will make your house like the house of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat. Anyone belonging to Baasha who dies in the city uh, the dogs shall eat, and anyone uh, of his who dies in the field, the birds of the heavens shall eat. Don't we do this though? Like, this is what we do, ain't it? Um, many other people I know who were humble, who were God fearing, who were. with a cause with their salvation but as soon as they get blessed they desert the ways of the Lord and 
otherwise. So we ought to be careful by how we how we position our hearts um, even when God blesses us because many a times when these blessings come they somewhat may we may be tempted to replace God's first priority in our lives with those things right um, you get few coins here and there, suddenly um, you don't have time to pray, you don't have, um, you're busy, we know all too well what that means when people say they're busy, it's just, they, they you, you, you make time for what's important, okay, so if anyone ever says to you that they're busy, well, you, you don't make the priority list for them. And, you know, it's just a red flag. But it's all about heart positioning. Material wealth is, is, is good. Matter of fact, God blesses people with material wealth. Look at Abraham. Um, look, at, look at King Solomon. Look at, you know. But once... These things in and of themselves are not bad. But the moment they come and you find your identity in them, now that becomes a problem. All right. Um, so that's what happened with, you know, when you are all the way down there with, with the ashes, with the dust, you tell God, bless me with this and that. And once the minute he does, you know, some may even forget to say thank you. Like the 10 lepers, only one came to say thank you. You know? But hey, that's the story for another day. Um, so, um, uh, Basha received the same, um, judgment as Jeroboam that everyone in his house shall die shall be swept shall be swept away and if they die in a house the dog shall eat if they die in the city the dog shall eat them and if they die in the open field the birds of the heaven shall eat them man that that's 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 tough man now verse 5. The rest are the acts of Baasha and what he did and his might. Are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? And Baasha slept with his fathers and was buried in Tirzah. At least he was buried. And Elah, his son, reigned in his place. Moreover, the word of the Lord came by the prophet Jehu, the son of Hanani, against Baasha and his house, both because... Um, of all the evil that he did in the sight of the Lord, provoking him to anger with um, the work of his hands in being like the house of Jeroboam, and also because he destroyed it. Verse 8. In the 26th year of Asa, king of Judah, 
Elah, the son of Basha, began to reign over Israel in Tirzah. It's funny. Look at how um, God's God is sustaining Asa in 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 the, on the throne, and kings are coming and going while Asa is still on the throne. You know, just something to note. Um, who that? Elah, the son of Basha, reigned for two years. Verse 9. But his servant Zimri, commander of half his chariots, conspired against him when he was at Tirzah, drinking himself drunk in the house of Arza, who was over the household in Tirzah. Zimri came in and struck him down and killed him. What? Zimri. Got drunk, struck down um, Elah, and killed him in the twentieth, twenty-seventh year of Asa, king of Judah. What? And reigned in his place. That Zimri, right? Zimri came in and struck him down and killed him in the 20... Wow. When he began to reign, as soon as he had seen himself on the throne, he struck down all the house of Basha. He did not leave him a single male of his relatives or his friends. Yo, even his friends? So whatever we do put jeopardizes a lot of people. Even our friends will get, wow. Thus Zimri destroyed all the house of Basha according to the word of the Lord, which he spoke against Basha by Jehu the prophet. For all the sins of Basha and the sins of Elah his son, which they sinned and which they made Israel to sin, provoking the Lord to anger with their idols. Now, the rest of the acts of Elah and all that he did, are they not written in the book of Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? We will find out. In the 27th year of Asa, king of Judah, man, this boy is still reigning. Zimri reigned seven days. Ugh. Ugh. Seven days, man. Now the troops were encamped against Gibbethon which belonged to the Philistines. And the troops who were encamped heard it said, Zimri has conspired and has killed the king. Therefore, all Israel made Omri the commander of the army, king over Israel that day in the camp. <clears throat> so, Omri went up from Gibbet and all Israel with him and they besieged Tirzah and when Zimri saw that the city was taken he went into the citadel of the king's house and burned the king's house over him with fire and died man wow the city of Tirzah was besieged Zimri decides, hey, 
let me go in a king's house, set it on fire and die in there. Because of his sins that he committed, doing evil in the sight of the Lord, walking in the way of Jeroboam, and for his sins which he committed, making Israel to sin. Now, the rest of the acts of Zimri and the conspiracy that he made, are they not written in the book of the Chronicles of the Kings of Israel? Then the people of Israel were divided into two parts. Half of the people followed Tibni, who that? The son of Ginath, to make him king, and half followed Omri. But the people who followed Omri overcame the people who followed Tibni. Should I say Tibni or Tini? Is the B silent? I don't know. The son of Ginath. So Tibni, Tini, Tibni, Tini, I don't know, died, and Omri became king in the 31st year of Asa, king of Judah. This boy must be watching a movie because kings are dying left, right, and center. He's still there. Omri began to reign over Israel and he reigned for 12 years. Six years he reigned in Tirzah. He bought the hill of Samaria from Shimer for two talents of silver and he fortified the hill and called the name of the city that built Samaria after the name of Shimer, the owner of the hill. Omri did what was evil in the sight of the Lord and did more evil than all who were before him. For he walked in all the ways of Jeroboam the son of Nebat and in the sins that he had made Israel sin, provoking the Lord, the God of Israel, to anger by their idols. Now, the rest of the acts of Omri that he did and the might that he showed are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel and Omri slept with his fathers and was buried in Samaria and Ahab his son reigned in his place wow can't wait to get to chronicles and read about all these kings Ahab reigns in his place in the 30 Eighth year of Asa, king of Judah, Ahab, son of Omri, began to reign over Israel. And Ahab, the son of Omri, reigned over Israel in Samaria two years. Oh, 32 years. Oh, 22, sorry. 22, 22. And Ahab, the son of Omri, did evil in the sight of the Lord more than all who were before him. Even more than his father. Wow. And as... If it had been a light thing for him to walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the sons of Nebat, he took for his wife Jezebel. That's that word. Jezebel. That's that name. That's that woman. Jezebel. The daughter of Ithbal, king of Sidonians, the Sidonians, and went and served Baal and worshipped him. Ah. Ah. Now, Ahab, remember um, his daddy, uh, Omri, it is said that he did more evil than everyone else who came before him. But now, Ahab did even worse. 
Not only did he uh, walk in the sins of Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, he also took Jezebel to wife. Jezebel was the daughter of Ithbal, the king of the Sidonians. And he served Baal and worshipped him. This is, bro, this is, yo. Yet he reigned 22 years. He erected an altar for Baal in the house of Baal, which he built in Samaria. And Ahab made an Asherah. God. Ahab did more to provoke the Lord, the God of Israel, to anger than all the kings of Israel who were before him. Now, remember the other kings that they had, you know, yes, they were. They did evil. They committed them they, they, they committed sin. But they hadn't gone to an extent of, um, you know, worshipping other gods. Okay, they had, but now this one is even worse, the Bible says. Because now the Israelites, they sinned against God. Solomon and now all this is just a um, a repercussion is is a it's God disciplining them you know? he's allowing them to to be lured into worshiping Baal and other idols and other gods let's see how God will do um, let's see how God will deal with them in his days heal these names man H-I-E-L I don't know how you pronounce that Heel 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 of Bethel built Jericho he laid its foundation at the cost of Abiram his firstborn and set up its gates at the cost of his youngest son Segub man these names according to the word of the Lord which he spoke by Joshua, the son of Nun. Huh? We're back to Joshua now. Hmm. Now, Elijah, the Tishbite. Oh, that's a good name. Elijah, there it is. Of Tishbe. The Tishbite of Tishbe. At this point, I'm, I probably I'm pronouncing these names wrong. Okay, Tishbe or Tishb, I, I don't know. But he's the Tishbite of Tishbe in Gilead. Said to Ahab. Now Elijah says to Ahab, as the Lord, the God of Israel, lives, and he does. Before whom I stand, there shall be neither dew nor rain these years except by my word 
I don't know if you understand the confidence that you have to have to number one go before an evil king and number two tell him these words and the amount of this is faith at work right there because the, look at the words he didn't say that says the Lord no he says as the Lord lives now this is Elijah himself talking to Ahab it's not that God said this to to him he didn't say go tell Ahab this no this is Elijah himself of course led by the spirit of the Lord but this is him saying directly now this is his speech directly as the Lord the God of Israel lives before whom I stand there shall be neither dew nor rain these years except by my word so Elijah is saying until I speak there'll be no more rain except I speak that is faith at work I understand this that is faith at work because bro to say these words man this is some another level of exercising faith remember faith without works is dead now this is faith at work verse 2 and the word of the lord came to him depart from here now this is now you can see the difference between the two uh the two um the two conversations the first one he's talking as himself now the second one the word of the lord came to him and said depart from here and turn eastward and hide yourself by the brook cherith which is east of the jordan you shall drink from the brook and i have commanded the ravens to feed you there i don't know but man people still think that the bible is false you can't make this up you just can't make this up god commands ravens to feed you for the children of Israel it's not new because hey they they know about the story of manna and now it's the ravens i mean wow the word of the lord is true the word of the lord is life man this is life so he went and did according to the word of the lord he went and lived by the brook cherith that is east of jordan and the ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning now first of all look man look at what he's eaten for breakfast bread and meat i mean i don't know about you but i want god to feed me how many times in a day do you eat such a breakfast bread and meat if we're taking this literally bread the bread i know and meat the flesh of animals or a cow okay that's dope and bread and meat in the evening and he drank from the brook 
I mean, he was being fed by the Lord himself. What a privilege, man. And after a while, the brook dried up because there was no rain in the land. Remember, uh, Elijah told the king, until I speak, there'll be no more rain, simply put, in the layman's language. So technically, he came to the king and told him, hey, now, from today, there'll be no rain or dew unless I speak, unless by my word. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is at work within us, lives inside of us. We have the same power, only that we don't exercise it. Or, as I have heard many times, people believe that the days of the miracles are over, that God does, God no longer performs miracles using people, that He has done all He could. That's false. I believe He has more to do. When the word of the Lord came to him, then the word of the Lord came to him. Verses 8, Arise, chapter 17, Go to Zarephath. Zarephath. Man, Hebrews have... Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon. Sidon. And dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow there to feed you. <laughs> so he was all like, oh, the brook is dried out. Okay. Um, let's go. I have someone else to feed you. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And, went, and when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and said, Bring me a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to bring it, he called her and said, Bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. Morsel, morsel, morsel. I don't know. And she said, As the Lord your God lives, I have nothing baked, only a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a jug. And now I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat and die. You shall not die. You shall not die. Look at this. It's both, it's a win-win situation, both for the widow and for Elijah. Elijah is getting fed. The widow is getting life. She is getting provision provision without end because now she is connected to the source of all things God the Lord she's now connected to wait I, I'm just talking ahead of what let, let us read verses 13 and Elijah said to her do not fear go and do as you have said but first make me a little cake and uh Make me a little cake of it and bring it to me. And afterward, make something uh, for yourself and your son. For thus says the Lord, God of Israel, The jar of flour shall not be spent. The jug of oil shall not be empty. Until the day that the Lord sends rain upon the earth. 
So when everybody else is crying, oh, uh, there's a drought, oh, there's this and that, God is supplying our. May that be true in our lives. That when the world is 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 experiencing drought of any kind, finances, or the economies are going down, or there's drought of health, or there's drought of ideas, or there's drought of whatever else, let God supply us until He sends rain. In Jesus' name. And she went and did as Elijah said. Man, this is astonishing, man. And she went and did as Elijah said. Obedience, people. Obedience. I know if it was me, I probably would have asked questions like, mm, uh, where's you from? Or, wow, where have you been? Or, is you kidding me? Or, miss me with that talk. Obedience, people. Obedience. And she went and did as Elijah said. And she, had, she and he and her household ate for many days. The jar of flour was not spent, neither did the jug of oil become empty, according to the words of the Lord that he spoke by Elijah. After this, the son of the woman, the mistress of the house, became ill. The, the son of the woman, the mistress of the, the son of the woman, the mistress of the house. Okay, became ill. The son became ill. And his illness was so severe that there was no breath left in him. And he said to Elijah, What have you against me, O man of God? You have come to me to bring me to bring my sins to remembrance and to cause the death of my son. And he said to her, Give me your son. And he took him from her arms and carried him up into the upper chamber where he lodged and laid on him on his own bed. Laid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Let me read that again. Um, after he has said, he, uh, uh, he said to her, give me your son and took him and he took him to her arm from her arms and carried him up into the upper chamber where he lodged and laid him on his own bed okay i had misread that oh forgive me and he cried to the lord oh lord my god have you brought calamity even upon the widow with whom i sojourn by killing her son then he stretched himself upon the child three times and cried to the lord O Lord my God, let this child's life come unto him again. And the Lord listened to the voice of Elijah. He listened to the voice of Elijah. And the life of the child came into him again. And he revived. And Elijah took the child and brought him down from the upper chamber into the house and delivered him to his mother. And Elijah said, See, your son lives. 
And the woman said to Elijah, Now I know that you are a man of God, and that the word of the Lord is in your mouth. The word of the Lord in your mouth is truth. Now remember, this was not this was happening in real time. It was not written or recorded. It was happening in real time. And she believed that. Wow. Next uh, reading will be Acts 10, 23 to 48. Acts 10. Sorry, I'm old school. I'm not reading from an app. I'm old school. I'm flipping pages. Acts 10. 23. There we go. <coughs> uh, 23. So he invited them in to be his guest. Now, Peter has has been invited by Cornelius. And Peter in the dream has seen all the animals and he has been told to eat of them. And he has said, hey, um, these are unclean animals. And God um, has told him, what God has made clean, do not call common. So <clears throat> uh, the, the, the servants of Cornelius now have come and they have invited him. And the next day he rose and went away with them. And some of them, of the brothers from Joppa, accompanied him 24 and on the following day they entered oh here's that word again Caesarea Cornelius expecting them and had called together his relatives and close friends when Peter entered Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped him hmm. weird but Peter lifted him up saying stand up I too am a man. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I too am a man. Thank you. Thank you, Peter. And as he talked with him, he went in and found many persons gathered. And he said to them, You yourselves know how unlawful it is for a Jew to associate with or to visit anyone of another nation. But God has shown me that I should not call any person common or unclean. Don't call any person, don't call any nation common or unclean. So when I was sent for, I came without objection. I asked why you sent for me. And Cornelius said, four days ago, it was like you you can't believe what just happened let me tell you four days ago about this hour i was praying in my house and at the ninth hour and behold a man stood before me in bright clothing and said cornelius your prayer has been heard and your alms have been remembered before god Send therefore to Joppa and ask for Simon, who is called Peter. He is lodging in what? In the house of Simon, 
a tanner by the sea. So, I sent for you at once, and you have been kind enough to come. Now, therefore, we are all here in the presence of God to hear all that you have been commanded by the Lord. Now, this reminds me, I'm sorry, in my mind, I saw um, this animation, The Crudes. I love that animation, The Crudes. And um, Funk, <laughs> Funk is the son of, um, um, you know, the caveman. I've forgotten his name. Now, Funk um, has a dog, right? Now, at that time, uh, they were lost. They were, you know walking to find tomorrow tomorrow was a place you know it was metaphorical but you know what I mean it was a place and there was this other guy called Guy alright now Guy was not from the same family but it was another person in the same in that in that time uh, when they thought that we're alone they saw another boy and you know and every night dad had to tell a story and they told a story and then the other guy now guy said that's not how you tell a story and everyone else turned around and sat there and were like huh they was waiting for another story you know that's how i feel like peter felt at that time like um okay what you want me to say so peter opened his mouth and said Truly, I understand that God shows no partiality. Now, remember, at this time, they hadn't practiced what to say. The Holy Spirit told them, do not even worry about what to say. I will tell you what to say. So when they opened a mouth, it was the Holy Spirit talking through them. All right, let's just get that out of the way. So Peter opened his mouth and said, Truly, I understand that God shows no partiality. But in every nation, everyone, anyone who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. As for the word uh, that he sent to Israel, preaching good news of peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. You yourselves know what happened throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee, after the baptism of John proclaimed. After the baptism that John proclaimed. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. That is the only way demons are fleeing. That is the only way oppression of the devil is being broken. Through Jesus and Jesus alone. You can meditate all day all you want. You can, I don't know, burn sage in your house all you want. But unless Jesus comes, unless you call upon the name of the Lord Jesus, the oppression will not go away. And we are witnesses, verses 39 of all that he did both in the country of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They put him to death by hanging him on a cross on a tree. But God raised him on the third day and made him to appear, not 
to all the people but to us who he had chosen by God as witnesses who ate and drank with him after he rose from the dead. And, the, and he commanded us to preach to the people and to testify that he is the one appointed by God to be judge of the living and the dead. By the way, that's how Christ is coming back this time. He's not coming as baby Jesus. He's not coming back as a sheep being led to the slaughterhouse. He's coming as king and judge. To him all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sin through his name. There it is. There it is. Whoever believes in him, everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sin through his name. If you believe in Jesus, you receive the forgiveness of sin through his name. And then there's a point to note here. All the prophets bear witness. All the prophets. You know, the book is divided into, you know, the Pentateuch, the, the prophets, the, the law, whatnot. Wait, what? Yes, it's divided. Um, all the prophets bear witness to Jesus. Now, the prophets lived thousands of years, um, or if not, uh, you know, hundreds before Christ was born, but they prophesied and testified of him. Um, they bear witness. Verses 44. While Peter was still saying these things, the Holy Spirit fell on all who heard the word. And they believed from among the circumcised who had come with Peter were amazed. And the believers from among the circumcised who had come with Peter were amazed. Because the gift of the Holy Spirit was poured out even on the Gentiles. God shows no partiality. You believe, you receive. It's that simple. For they were hearing them speaking in tongues and extol, extolling God. Then Peter declared, Can anyone withhold water from baptizing these people who have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Then they asked him to remain for some days. The church. The church. This is the power given to the church. The power that is given to the church. The power of Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit. The power given to the name. How I pray that this will be possible in our times. That this would happen in our times. That we will do away with. Come to Jesus and you'll be blessed. Come to Jesus and all your, your, your desires will be met. But instead come to Jesus. That your sin be forgiven. Wow. 
Psalms 134, 1, 2, 3. Psalms 134, 1, 2, 3. Psalms 134. A song of ascents. I don't know what that means. Come, bless the Lord, all you servants of the Lord, who stand by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands to the holy place and bless the Lord. May the Lord bless you from Zion, he who made heavens and earth. That's my prayer today for you. May the Lord bless you from Zion, he who made heaven and earth. As you lift up your hands in the as you lift up your hands to bless the Lord as you bless the Lord may he bless you back may he bless you from Zion he who made the heaven and the earth Psalm Proverbs 17 Proverbs 17 9-11 whoever covers an offense seeks love love covers a multitude of sin whoever covers an offense seeks love but he who repeats a matter separates close friends a rebuke goes deeper into a man of understanding than a hundred blows into a fool fools not uh, do not take lightly a rebuke but a wise man a wise man invites correction a fool a fool gets offended by a correction an evil man seeks only rebellion a cruel messenger will be sent against him. A cruel messenger will be sent against him. An evil man only seeks rebellion. We have already read too many times um, in First Kings from uh, from from King Solomon, from Saul, from uh, Jeroboam and his kin and everyone else. Cruel messengers have been sent against them. The word of the Lord is true. We have seen that. We have read that today. Whoever covers an offense seeks love. Forgiveness. But he who repeats a matter separates close friends. Let us be wise. Let us be quick. Quick to to listen. Quick to hear. Slow to anger, like our God. Slow to anger, quick to forgive. May we invite correction. May we invite healing.
Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for today's reading. Whatever you have placed in my heart, I have spoken. I pray that you will visit the hearts and the souls of every listener listening to this podcast. And that this word will reach to whoever you have planned for, for it to reach. Even See you tomorrow for um, the next episode. This is Saint the Remnant. Um, this has been through the Bible, uh, where we read through the Bible in one year using. Thank you. God bless you.